Hmm. We're on a 30k farming simulator. Nice. Age of Empires, 40. 30k. I want the nice <laughs> stuff. Yeah. I want to be like Animal Crossing. <laughs> but in the future, cyberpunk and world. 40k <laughs> Animal Crossing. Exactly. 30k, god damn it! No, 40. Alright. You've won me over. <laughs> By saying it one last time. That was very easy. Yep. Welcome to the Metal Gamers Podcast. Episode 97! I am your host, Kyle McLemore! And with me today is Michael Greenwell! <laughs> Beans and Royce, that's fucking nice now, isn't it? Beans and Royce. Michael McGill. Bob Savannah Hammer Missile. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. And Josh Goodwin. If I'd have had more time, I would have written a shorter intro. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, missing is our special guest. We do not have a special guest this week, and it's very sad. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we're also missing Joseph Deffy Bob. That's our special guest, Negative Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we invited Negative Joe and it absorbed our guests. <laughs> No, there wasn't anyone important. No, it's just a neutral, empty spot. Yeah, Matter Joe and Anti-Matter Joe annihilated. Yeah. <laughs> it's Joseph Duffy Boss' birthday. It is hey. his birthday. We would like to wish him a happy birthday. He will not listen to this because he does not listen to the podcast. He's, well, you know what he says. If he listens to himself, he'll revert back into himself. But, you know. Oh, happy yes. birthday to you. You suck. Happy birthday to you. Okay. Happy birthday, dear Joseph. Joseph. Happy birthday to you. I'll Lock beat you. you in Smash. It'll never happen. But never. <laughs> Good friend. Wish that guy a happy birthday somewhere. I don't know where he is. Right He's, now? At home. Getting like fucking bribed by the Nielsen family. <laughs> yeah. Here's your Why do they want the his information so badly? <laughs> He's one of those beings that can predict the future. <laughs> Man. We, we need your... <laughs> Information. Anyways, <laughs> how you guys been doing? It's been a good week for me. The, the weather's getting crispy outside. Ooh, it's oh, yeah. And for, as a Floridian, it is fucking needed. Yes. <laughs> I realize there's something about Florida that makes you pessimistic. And it's day. It's days like yesterday and the day before where it, it's the first cool day of the year. And you wake up and you're like, oh, wait, this is nice. I don't feel like I'm in a sauna as soon as I walk outside. But then, four but hours then, later, but then you're like, hold on. Why do I live in two like days? This? It's going to change back. Yeah. yeah so I is. can't enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Or it'll rain <laughs> torrentially. Well, we have days yeah. that are like 60. It starts off at 60 degrees and then it ends at 94. So yeah. it's like at 10 o'clock at night with 100% humidity. humidity. <laughs> yeah. Living in Florida during the summer is having the same symptoms as having a full blown fever. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all why all Floridians are COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you're either in hard sweat, so superpowered. This is normal for us. You're either sweating you or you go inside and you have chills from sweating and now being yeah. cold inside. Yeah. And you're this like, I can't get comfortable. You. It's like you want to get sick so you can feel cold for a yeah. little while. <laughs> <laughs> Your doctor's like, you have chills. You're like, it's amazing. <laughs> Always wanted this. <laughs> I can well, go outside fun. for at least 30 minutes at a time. Yeah. So how you guys been doing? It's been a good week. Been a good week. It's been okay. Been yeah, it's playing been good. any video games or listening to any metal? That's kind of a thing that we usually talk about on this podcast sometimes. Hmm. I have been listening to. Well, I listened to Sleep Token's new album, and I'll bring that up now because I know you guys got some things to say about it. Yeah, I yes. tried to use it for playing Trials and Destiny. Man, that doesn't work. No, that really. fucking band is terrible for trying to use it that way. Nothing. Nothing. That that's like my experience with the album so far was like yeah trying to listen to it while doing something else and i'm like this literally is not the vibe i'm looking for no, no, it's mm-hmm. very somber especially this album yeah yeah this, this it's a very somber thing i feel like sleep token is simp core 
Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect. I have never yeah. heard that. And, <laughs> like, just listening to it, because every fucking song is literally about him, like... Not finding the love Sipping over yeah, some woman. Yeah. Uh, or being hurt, you. or, like, uh, like it's, it's shitty in that respect. I love you, respect. you don't love me. I take care of this, you, you hurt me. Uh, yeah. I, so, and, like, like, even the look, video, like, in retrospect, that video that we watched, where he's, like, the, the Dark Souls yeah. dude... Fighting a big group of a women, women. that's like rotating. Yeah. He was like missing. Was, him. He was just missing a fedora. Like I, I haven't had to listen. <laughs> I haven't listened to the new album, but it does sound like he has a reverence for rejection. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. One and thing. like I enjoyed the album quality. You know, it's very good. like the production value is good. The music's good, but it's literally cookie cutter from the last album. Yep. Sleep Token Except found works. their sound and, and just. just Dug it into the ground immediately. Yeah, but actually, I feel like in this album they uh, they don't do enough of like no. what you you know of. They Sleep don't go Token. big that much. There's not a lot of big moments. It's just what they're really known for. I feel like the album starts off incredibly strong. I have the track list in front of me for this. And very real quick, uh, while you're getting that up, the the sense of big, like when it when the album does go big in mm. the car, I like even with everything cranked, like I feel like I, it doesn't hit. Mm. It doesn't have that fullness of the sound and like. Especially after listening to mix after mix after mix, for, you know, for some music for you guys, like, yeah, I definitely have got a better sense of that right now. So it's just like the album doesn't hit I'm not the lie. way I needed to. Oh, man, it's gonna make me sound like an asshole. Yeah, but. I know what you're gonna say, and I <laughs> but, do agree. But I was listening to Sleep Token stuff, and I swapped over yep. to our stuff real quick because, you know, of course, I want to judge our stuff. You're gonna wonder to, like, what? Stuff yeah. coming out. Yeah. I'm like, our stuff hits kind of hard. Do, it man. does hit if when it does hit. Okay. If, our shit, it our shit does hit hard. hard, but this album sounds way better than ours in terms of just mix quality. I agree. Uh, I, I guess I, not, I, not the, even fucking close to. Yeah, this. but in the car when I'm listening to it and it's it does a, hit, the whole band comes in. I'm still like, I wish my volume could go louder because I know, I, yeah. it can't. Quality short, it doesn't. But it's not there. It's uh, it's also just like yeah. The composition and stuff. I feel like also it's the composition is like, hey, it's a water album, so guess what? We're going to be using a lot of mm -hmm. chorus, and yeah. Like, yeah. So, so we got the watery sounds for you. I would say that this album does not hit the heavy parts of what Sleep Token is known for. Yeah, often enough. Yeah. In fact, I think there's two moments, only really one in th throughout the entire album, which you would think I would you I wouldn't want them to do the same thing again, but. They did do the same thing again. They just took out the most interesting parts of it. Um, so the the album starts out with Atlantic, which is very much that formula which, for Sleep Token, which, which is fantastic. But I felt like the, the intro to that went on too long. It goes on, and every song is like that. The too intro long. is too long. Yeah. Uh, but Hypnosis, that song is an absolute banger in seven half, like fucking ridiculous. Like I best song in the fucking album by a lot. Okay. Uh, the main riff of that kind of got like a Deftones-y vibe mm -hmm. and the ending breakdown fucking nasty actually it's really yeah. really good and honestly the next song Mine which is more of like the pop stuff and it does get a little big at one point intro's too long it doesn't really yeah. go anywhere for too long mm -hmm. like that though another banger <laughs> absolutely <laughs> massive song The Love You Want was the one we talked about yeah. weeks ago yeah. where it oh, was yeah. like Okay. It was. Um, I actually really enjoy that song because it's like a Florence and the Machine type song done by yeah. Sleep Token. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Fall for Me, which was a single that they released right before the album dropped. Mm. I don't know why. It's an interlude song where it's basically like he tried to do the same thing that Imogen Heap did for um, Circles or whatever the fucking song is, where mm -hmm. he's it's just him a cappella singing through a vocoder. Yep. Which it sounds good. Watery. It, and, Get then, it? and then yeah. it has this crescendo at this moment where you think. Oh, it's about to get big, and it just yep. falls back into the stale ass chorus. Yep, 
uh, Alkaline is the first single that released. Yeah. yeah. Banger. And then the rest of the songs are incredibly forgettable. I'm not even going to yeah. go through them. Yeah. It doesn't really yeah. go anywhere from there. It's basically the same song over and over and over again. And I'm being really um, reductive of this. Like, So this is a concept album? Uh, <laughs> not really. It's, not it's, really. It's, it's, yeah, it's like a the whole, concept it's album on rejection. An atmospheric, <laughs> like, concept. Like, the okay. whole idea of Sleep Token is like, it's a cult. We're a cult. Ha ha ha, that's our thing. Yeah. But, like, the whole, like idea of worship i guess probably comes to this like worship of pain or what the fuck ever mm. it is self-loathing i don't know but it's it's a, a marketing thing honestly the, more more than anything the thing about this album is that it's not a bad album not i don't yeah, not, I, I genuinely do not believe it's a bad album in fact yeah. i'll listen to it a bunch yeah but I'll it's not it again. it's not special like their last like their debut album was I agree. where i was on i was on repeat for that album for like four fucking months yeah, the, um, I will probably listen to this a few times. I mean, I still got I got the vinyl coming. Out. And what this I'm is thinking? the and this is the this has been the worst case for me for him for the singer where I always kind of struggled to hear him and understand him. But this like the the intro song is a perfect example. Atlantic. There were lines I was just like, I don't know what you're saying, man. It's like, that British accent. Yeah, it's, slur, it's like his words are kind of slurry. You yeah, know? but I like the range that he has and like how his voice works. Uh, but he's it's just incredible. Like, but yeah. it's just there's moments I'm like, I wish I knew what you're saying. I'm sure it's sad as fuck, yeah. but <laughs> I think my biggest problem here, really, with the album is that they have this amazing fucking drummer that makes the band what yeah. it is. It is like he fucking just nuts all over he, their songs. He dude. is like sixty percent of why these their songs are awesome. And half the fucking songs in this album don't even have the drums in it. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, I, what I was wondering is if it was a concept album and maybe sticking to the theme or the or the concept, you got held it back. You'll listen to it and you'll immediately no. realize that's not the case. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, the, it, it is not that deep. Yeah. But aside from that, I have just been playing Destiny. Uh, Trials of Surprise. Osiris. Yeah. Trials of Osiris. They keep continuing to try to tune this in-game PvP mode. Like, I talked to you guys about it last week, and then they immediately tried, like, changed it up again this weekend. Like, they're doing it, like, time after time. Okay. Over 750,000 people played Trials of Osiris and Destiny 2 over the weekend. Whoa. Destiny 2 was number three on Steam charts. Like, the, the amount of life back in this game in yeah. the last month has been incredible. They're doing it right. I mean, there's, the game had major controversy over the weekend, though, just with the Trials mode. They mm -hmm. opened up the Flawless Pool for yeah. people that went flawless. There was a lot of upset people over that this was a way worse last weekend was way worse for me or yeah last weekend was way worse i got i just didn't get that far at all it was really bad i didn't like the changes they made and stuff and i don't really know if i like the way it feels right now trials of osiris but that's not really my bag like i've just been trying it because they opened up matchmaking finally yeah <clears throat> um so you're just trying it out just trying it out and then aside from that uh i redownloaded hitman 3 um nice just got a real big itch to get back into hitman for some reason so i'll probably be getting into more shenanigans with that yeah. i really cool. want to pick up hitman 3 on ps5 when it goes on sale so i can just play through all three of them on yeah there. i do love that uh destiny came out and basically became the main like mmo shooter that yeah, yeah. Like so everybody plays, and then like so, yeah, yeah, like all these games came out trying to chase it, trying to like knock that formula out, and be like, we want to be that. Like you, they invented that. Basically, I'm not sure if that's true or not. Yeah. I'd say Borderlands was close, and then like, Borderlands was close, but, but it's then not making this. it a games of service, an online yeah, thing, like a, a first person yeah. shooter MMO. Destiny, uh, Bungie definitely did a great job of taking all these non original ideas 
and gathering them together and making something original. Yeah, but they still it. had a rocky fucking start. Oh, but like very, all these games, very. like Outriders by Ubisoft, and that which made that game's already oh, died off. Bomb. Yeah, I was gonna say that's Anthem the thing. <laughs> was like, oh, we're gonna fucking like be the Destiny yeah. killer. Like, Destiny killer did not like not no one fucking, fucking close. got close to it. And, and what's even funny, Borderlands is like trying to get there, but not <clears> quite. You they're know? not hitting that special spot. Yeah. And what's funny is that all of those things were happening while Destiny was still not at its peak. And yeah. right now, it yeah. is at its peak. The it's, thing about I it, I feel like ever since taking King, it's always been at its peak. It's always felt better than any other shooter. <laughs> well, the the gameplay has always like, been great, but like, yeah. what I mean is like the, the story and like the momentum of this game and where is it going and like what is it doing. Like now, the game is firing on all cylinders. Like yeah. they are literally changing things in modes a w- one week after the other. Like they are super fucking responsive. Right, it's. Literally, this is unlike Bungie ever. For them to have put out something and then a week later be like, we're not doing that anymore. We're doing this with this. With this mode is like, what the fuck? That's crazy. I think we're finally seeing seeing the full fruits of Bungie getting away from Activision. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The fullest of fruits. Right. So right right before Beyond Light came out, the content that was like leading up to Beyond Light was still them being under Activision. Mm -hmm. So from like Beyond Light on, they have not been underneath from beyond beyond light from beyond beyond light yeah and since then they've just been kicking ass dude so like i don't know what game's gonna come along and knock them off this pedestal now but anthem 2 baby let's go god <laughs> you know it you know it not to be true give me that infamous mmo Wait, that's not the same thing but still give me that anyways look at your nipples you know it not to be true <laughs> what if <laughs> what if uh what if square decided to get like really commit into other into other genres like they did with 14 and dethroned wow what if uh, they what didn't if even do final, that on purpose? What if there's a Final Fantasy looter shooter that overtakes Destiny eventually? Oh my god! I would still say they still. I don't think they've quite dethroned World of Warcraft. Not I, until that shit's done. Well, I would say Square, right report, now they, 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 they report their, they report their numbers, don't they? Right yeah. now, it looks like because there's no full foolproof way to show this, oh, but it looks like those Final Fantasy fourteen has more players currently. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do some research. But World of Warcraft is going to end Not up now, releasing an expansion, and that is going to turn very, very quickly. It but, happens every time. Uh, it depends on what breakdown you look at, because there's some things that I've seen that show a large, large I've portion. Watched, I've watched the video essays. I, yeah, I know what you're talking large about. Large portion of WoW's uh, subscriber base is bots. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. Damn. Yep. I believe it. Specifically for sense. classic. Yeah. Anything else, Micah? No, that's been it for me. Josh? Um, so I just rolled credits on Shadowbringers last night. Fuck God yeah. Damn. You did it. You're the mm-hmm. level 80 warrior lumberjack dude with the weird And I haven't <laughs> changed that character's look since level one. That's fucking exactly the same. You changed your hat, didn't you? Uh, at at some point, I switched to that dwarven hat with the beard because it looked funny. Uh, <laughs> it does okay. look funny. But then, like, I couldn't <laughs> see my character's facial expressions and in, in cutscenes, so I, I changed it back. But I, I was talking to Mike earlier about this. The funny thing is, I've seen so many cutscenes with this dumb lumberjack with his overalls, and jeans, and boots that he starts <laughs> to look normal in these cutscenes. <laughs> yeah. it's just not everyone weird. else is wearing the same shit. Why not you? <laughs> everyone else is in like high fantasy garb. Yeah, but. But me, but now I'm starting to accept it. 
Like yeah. it, it's yeah. almost like I got sucked out of the of a, a logging operation and you know in Canada <laughs> <It> was, yeah <laughs> into a fantasy game. I think it's I'm like you're um, working at some like weird logging company. Like hey, you hear that commotion out back? Can you go take care of it? <laughs> and that's how he starts his adventure. Right? <laughs> like yeah, I got it. No problem. So I have like the work clothes glam that I have for like all my crafters and gatherers. Oh yeah. I think I'm gonna put that on my healer because it's just like I'm just going to work to fix things. For sure. For sure. <laughs> and also I people. have these funnel fin guns. Lasers, <laughs> but, uh, but I, I'm going to echo some sentiments that that you guys have shared before about Shadowbringers, and it has one of my favorite Final Fantasy stories, maybe my favorite video game stories. Yeah, yeah, ever. it's so good. It's that good. It, it's good at being sad. It's good at pulling at your heartstrings. There were some moments that legitimately touched me. Oh man, can't wait for without f- permission. When you get to five point three. Like the climax that happens there, mm-hmm. that shit is heart wrenching. You okay. can't touch music, can't. But music can touch you. Oh, the music here <laughs> oh, is <yeah>. phenomenal <laughs> too. Oh my it's god! There was a, the last area that you unlock, Shadowbringers. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! When I saw it, I can't talk about it because it's massive spoilers, and I know we've got oh, yeah. some people listening that are that are They're going still through. Playing through Let's it. just if, say it. if you're fuck them. I'm just kidding. If yeah. you're if you're in Heaven's Word, if you're in Stormblood, and you feel like man. Uh, you're feeling a little discouraged. Yeah. Keep fucking going. You know, it's funny about that. Keep going. La- that, it's so good. What's funny about that last area is when you get there, I was like, "Is this really the last area? This is kind of underwhelming." Then you get to the second half of the last area, and you're like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> that's yeah. it. This yeah. is cool." Didn't see it coming. No, I didn't see it coming Never either. It, coming. it blew my fucking mind away. Yeah, like, I. It's one of my favorite areas in the game, and that oh, music. I'm but half a man. <laughs> the music for that area. Oh. Oh, fucking chef's kiss it's one of my favorite final fantasy villains too yeah like it's oh, right up there Emmett Selk yeah, yeah. yeah. It, like sympathetic like I legitimately questioned a few times like are we doing the right thing right yeah, yeah. and I think that's what makes a good villain like you want to believe them yeah. you want yeah. to be on their side yeah. and honestly most you know, villains in the game very, very are cool. like that there's always like this underlying reason of like oh I kind of get it from your point except for Xenos <laughs> yes yeah. or yeah. the emperor Actually, even the Emperor has, like, some things that he says during some points where you're like, I get where you're coming from, mm-hmm. but you're wrong. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Yeah. But Xenos is just a piece of shit. Well, where yeah, a lot of villains, an asshole. Well, where a lot of villains go wrong is, like, they'll have their point, but it's so wildly born out of, blown out of proportion. Like, like yeah. Sephiroth being like, oh, my mother was not this person, I'm actually a different race, so... I'm gonna destroy the planet. I'm alien. They're like, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. How'd you get from that to destroying the planet, dude? But with this guy, yeah, you off. totally see where he's coming from. Sephiroth. And I even agreed with him. Sephiroth just texts you a link to his OnlyFans and says, M baby. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What the uh, fuck? It's like weird e-girl shit. Sorry. <laughs> you combine Final Fantasy with the e-girl shit, and I got real confused. Yeah, it's the same thing. Didn't you see the thing where, uh, like, people who buy Shadowbringers also buy cock cages? What the <laughs> fuck? What I do under my desk is my business. This skirt looks good on you, bud. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I also played Final Fantasy fourteen. I got my Dark Knight to level 60 and did all of those quests, and that quest is sad and that I'm spoiler alert. That bitch's head should be separated from her body. <laughs> yes, not. It's really good. He and winds up and just, I, and then I, she falls over. I'm like, no, her head is gone. I, I think I've mentioned before that the lady who wrote the Dark Knight uh, questline story is the one who is now the head writer for 14, who wrote Shadowbringers and what is coming in Endwalker. That makes sense. Yeah, because given fuck the good. You know, Dark Knight thing, but. 
uh, I got my shy, all my Shire armor immediately from like just running dungeons on other stuff. Nice. And put it on. I was like, this is dope as fuck. Yeah, yeah. man. I love that dope feeling like fuck. where you, you preemptively get like your, your script gear. Yeah. Or your tome gear. Sorry. Um, well, I got like the, like, here's what you're supposed to get for getting to this level. And I was like, fuck that shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, get I don't shit out of here. Yeah, like, garbage. I just Give me love, the premium shit. I lo- especially love doing it in the middle of a dungeon where you're like, oh, level 60. Yeah. And you go, <laughs> recommended gear. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm 30 times stronger now. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly better. <laughs> feels good, man. Does feel feels good. good. Yeah. Game's great. I've been, uh, this is the first time I've played a persistently online game and been this caught up on it. Mm-hmm. Like my main class Josh is just has like in game yep. armor, not full in game armor, but enough You're where close. I'm like, I'm there. I'm full, I'm calm, fine with just like hopping in every now and again, and grinding a little bit. Like it's it's really fun. I was just talking to Mike about that earlier. This is my first time in an MMO. A being with the current expansion. B I'm going to be caught up by the time Inwalker comes because I've got like yeah. not a whole lot longer left before yeah. I'm out of. Quests. Yeah, you have very little left. <laughs> yeah. Same. It's it's cool. It's very Thanks, good. Final Fantasy. Yeah, you brought us all together to hydrate yep. and homie. I did play a little bit of fourteen as well. I have a hot tub in my room now. Nice. Check it out. Nice. I did check out your. I've been checking out you. You and David have uh, very cool rooms in Thanks. our free company house. If you're playing Final Fantasy fourteen and you're uh, on the Dia- Diabolo <laughs> server and you're looking uh, for a free company, come join us. Uh, we have all kinds of perks and stuff. Like wow. a house, which is incredibly hard to get. I'm we probably have a, we have a Leviathan fountain. Thank you, David. Yeah, thank you, David. But he placed it terribly, apparently, because he showed me a picture. I was like, that is terrible. Uh, <laughs> depending on how many steps are left in the main quest for this season, I'll probably be hopping back on Final Fantasy soon. Nice. Oh, cool. yeah. But uh, I did I did move that fountain, and it looks better now. Good stuff. Oh, be I'm, better, David. So I got a couple do, months till Inwalker comes I can do the same yeah. thing for you that I'm going to do for Cammy. She mm-hmm. just got... She's right on the quest to get to Stormblood. Um, I'm going to... Since I got the regalia, mm-hmm. I can taxi you guys around and fly you to your ether oh, points. Oh, my God. Just to make it go a little faster and a little yeah, less tedious. That'd be yep. sweet. But uh, I did finish our free company uh, airship and sent that out on a yeah. few things. I'm really co- having a lot of fun interfacing with that. Cool. And I, President Ketchup was in the thing and he's like, oh, we have an airship. And I was like, no, I have an airship. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one who fucking did anything for this. Sure. <laughs> make your like, own. That's, that's Mike's airship. We don't touch the airship. <laughs> Do not touch my fucking airship. <laughs> Someone's not paid off the airship. I put the work in. I put the money. I put the time. Eat my dick. I, don't touch it it's not insured but yet <laughs> i'm uh the money i make from the airship does go back into the guild cool yeah fun time we're almost 20 um aside mm-hmm. from uh playing that and only that this week uh, <laughs> i went to a concert last night which was really fun here yeah. in jacksonville yeah where i got to see the used and coheed in cambria Fuck yeah. and it was very fucking good and uh there was an opening band that i believe was caroline's daughter mm-hmm. was the name of the band it was a they're pretty good it's a band it's kind of strange uh like uh, it was like this indie pop rock stuff, which it was good and mm-hmm. fitting for the show. I mean, it's basically like a pop punk, like rock show. I don't know, even know what you would really call it. Um, and they fit the bill, but there was this one time where like the singer, like the band went away and the singer came back and just did like this trap hip hop thing. And I, it, I was, just, it was okay. So people enjoyed it. I, I kind of didn't like care for it as mm-hmm. much, but I was like, this isn't where the rest of the band go. Why are yeah. they doing nothing? It's so unfortunate it wasn't what we thought it was going to be originally, which was our friend Kaylee's band, Mimi at the Altar. Yeah, that was the that was the biggest but, uh, bummer. I absolutely wanted to see them. Yeah, she told us she was going to be there, but uh, she was mistaken. She was she's in the UK right now. Oh, oh fuck, that's crazy. I wonder if that's why like she couldn't uh, play this last show because this was their last show on this tour. So no, they she was just it. 
it was the show it was a couple shows before that oh really uh, yeah yeah they, okay. she was just mistaken on how long they were on the Damn, tour that sucks oh yep. well but she's touring in the uk right now so yeah that's awesome, crazy yeah, so shout kyle, out to her she kicks ass kyle you sent us a video last night uh, i guess it was the singer from the used doing a sing-along with the crowd yeah, it was a very interesting show. I don't really know the use that well. I didn't really know a single word that was happening, but I enjoyed the shit out of the show and kind of recognized some of the stuff. I'm like, ah, that's kind of like a song I may have heard at one point. Mm -hmm. No offense to the use, I just don't know them that well. Good band. Uh, they have kick-ass performance, like, uh, like awesome banter, interacted with the crowd in the coolest way. And uh, they had, you know, the big heart thing, like, come up on a a rope and like it glowed and stuff. I'm like, that's, that's cool. cool. Light show was killer. Drummer was fucking phenomenal. Drummer. You know, everyone did a really fucking good job, but like at some point, like this huge fucking like drop hit, and the sound just cut off immediately. Oh. It felt like I could feel it in my chest, like boom, when I was like, "Fuck!" Like that was that was loud as shit, and then everything cut out except for the somebody drum, unplugged the drums, a, obviously. Somebody unplugged a giant cable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what it sounded like is that like a giant bass drop hit, and it was turned up way too loud, yeah. and like made everything crash yeah mm -hmm. pretty much like i think the system needed a reboot or something i don't know what the case was but they kept interacting with the crowd and they did like an acapella version of a song i don't really know which one it was you guys yeah, saw the, it? the crowd was singing with them is very cool yeah i've yeah. heard that song before i just can't remember the title of it yep the, i i used to listen I to might post it on tiktok go don't find me on there anyways uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's famous <clears throat> on there but then uh coed and cambria came up and that was fucking awesome they always have like the coolest interludes and like sounds in between their songs and like seeing the the key work banner like come up in the background and have the big yeah, backdrop. I was like, was fuck cool. yeah, let's go. It's always like this like mysteriously weird show. It's like you know that all their music is based around this weird cosmic comic book thing that they have going on. The only thing that bummed me out from hearing you talk about it was they didn't play anything from Ascension Dissension, which is crazy to me. Yeah, they played it. Like a song from almost every album and a couple from different ones, but nothing from Ascension or Dissension, which is weird. But they did, they did, I won't like point out every song that they played, but of course they did Welcome Home at the end, which kind of bummed me out because I'm like, you guys have literally done this at every show I've ever seen. It's you their play. most popular song. Just put it somewhere else. Yeah, put just it put beginning. it in the set. You don't need to close a show out with How you're home. just mad because you had to play it so many times. True. <laughs> <laughs> Always filling in for them. It's bullshit. Anyways. <laughs> It was a great fucking show, though. They played uh, The Shoulders, the new hit, which was really cool. And for, like a really weird deep cut, they played uh, The Incomplete off of No World for Tomorrow, which is this uh. really heavy, like one of their heaviest songs where they do a lot of screaming. And like the guitarist and bass player must have really fucking practiced screaming because all the screaming bits they had to do were fucking awesome. I was really? like, holy they shit, and guys. Travis was not good at it back in the he day. He was not. He was not good at it. And I was like, these are fucking awesome. You guys are doing a great job. But then, and there's always like an Easter egg at the end of that song where they like basically do the final cut, which is another one of their songs. Kind of play it differently. A yeah, little it's bit. just like a jam session, like on the actual recording. But live, they transitioned into the actual song, the which final is, cut. Ah, and it was so like, good. fucking cool. Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to see this. I've literally like put those two songs on a playlist like this and they did it live. Nice. And I was like, and then at the end of the final cut, they just do a huge fucking jam session, yes. which they just found your playlist. and They're like, oh, that's a good idea. Like the, <laughs> the, the uh, maybe they should have played random reality shifts. Anyways, <laughs> but um, when the use was playing at one point, uh, they were like, yeah, we're an emo band and like, we're never going to say we're not like, we're, we're always going to be an emo band. True. And they were like, Coheed and Camber is also an emo band. Like we're, we're very different, but we're still just an emo band. And I was like, mm-mm. 
And no, like sure. watching, like in the middle of watching them play the final cut, and like he had the synthesizer fucking going. He was like, he played one of his solos by just rubbing his guitar on like Travis's ass. <laughs> it's <just> so <laughs> funny, dude. I was like, what the fuck? These dudes are musicians, man. These oh, guys yeah. fucking damn. Yeah, they're so good, man. And when they played shoulders, I was telling Micah like that song just grooves. Like you cannot headbang to it. It's very good. You cannot like jump around to it. You cannot mosh to it. You can only and just groove. You can groove only groove to it, and everyone's just like bopping their head just the right time. I was like, oh man. The Coheed crowds have always been good, man. Yeah. Like you never have to worry about like crazy fights breaking out at a Coheed show and shit. Yeah. Good people. Yeah. Good times. But it was fun. What else did we play this week? I don't know. Oh, Wildermyth. Some fucking yeah. Wildermyth. Yeah, you can go to Twitch.tv slash the Metal Gamers Podcast, where you can watch us play video games. Where Sundays, uh, me and Mike are doing some Halo, and hey. eventually we'll have the whole crew playing Halo in the co-op mode. And on Thursdays, we'll probably be playing Wildermyth until we find something else to occupy our time. Mm-hmm. And by the time this episode goes out, you guys will finish the campaign of Halo 1. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Tomorrow we are finishing it. Yep. Because we're finishing the fight of Halo 1. Go oh, watch yeah. our VODs on... Twitch.tv slash Metal Gamers Podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Wildermyth, super fun. Super fun. Yeah. It was just voice four, acting. It was just the four of us this time. Joe was not there. I voiced Joe. And I basically just voiced him as me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a voice actor. Because you guys are homogenizing into the same person. Not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the That's just what Joe Mike would say. The voicing of each the voicing of our characters continues to be a really hilarious endeavor. Oh, Especially yeah. when we get these like one-off side characters, like we had last or Thursday. Mm-hmm. Which does anyone remember the character's name that Picks. Josh picks. picks? Jesus Christ! What a stupid name! <laughs> Fucking yeah, but Josh, man, Josh decides to voice this character and immediately slips into like a very classic Daniel Radcliffe, like mm-hmm. just Daniel Radcliffe esque. Softly spoke, spoken British man. Give us I, a little bit of I, that. I just believed that that it was the perfect voice for this character to really bring him to life <laughs> on this stream that is so important to the our fellowship of Sad metal yes. and gaming. Then surrounded by the fuck out. Literally surrounded by <laughs> says the fucking what's on fire. Kyle doing his best Alex Kelly impression. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me get one thing uh, straight because I do. I you Alex do a Kelly Alex is a good Kelly. friend of ours. Very yeah. good friend. Is Love he? Alex Kelly to death. Do we? He is, <laughs> yes. he is Alex Kelly is a person mm-hmm. with feelings who is a caricature of himself. Yes. But he also it has a thick layer of this other persona known as Alex Kelly. <laughs> wait, yeah. wait, are you telling me the Alex Kelly that I know and love is but a character of the Alex Kelly there, I know and love? Exactly. You're telling me Bobcat Goldthwait doesn't talk like that all the time? <laughs> wait, wait, you're telling me Bobcat I don't. That's a real person, <laughs> but not only was Bobcake Goldflake. Bobcake Goldflake. Mall Park Goldshire Catfish. What? Paul Truckers. Mallfuckers. <laughs> Alex Kelly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but so, so another character alongside Josh's amazing character was another very badly voiced character by Micah McGowan of Savannah Hammer Missile. It's just how she talks now. <laughs> reason to go sledging if the name's good name through the mud yeah okay so so you so would have these situations where where this character picks is in the middle of this heartfelt quest between him and in trying to reunite him and his love in some magical fashion i don't understand i just <laughs> you have a hammer missile you want a bone in a tent <laughs> Yeah, that's upsetting. That's and my it, daughter. And it happened so organically. Like, I took him on, Daddy. 
She, I, knew I she took all of Alex. I, uh, I love him. God, no. See, that's why Savannah Hammer Missile is absolutely not my child and Josh's because I can sing and that voice. You know, what hey, if, hey. what hey. if when Savannah Hammer Missile sang it was the kidding. voice of a fucking angel? Exactly. <laughs> this is how I save my rear voice. <laughs> if I'm always talking at this shitty falsetto, whenever I have to go high, I'm already there. Her gutturals are fucking fucking great, though. <laughs> oh my god, it, it was, was a ton of fun, fun dude. It's, it's a it's yeah. a strange game, and I love that we've been able to get invested in it in this way. It's literally like just this uh very scripted uh D and D thing, but you know the procedural generation works as advertise you know mm-hmm. it's, it's, really it's been fantastic cool. well, like i love that setting the trees on fire became an option for the third time yeah <laughs> and so but savannah hammer missile but wanted to do it. and for the third time well, well we've done it twice I guess discretion time. is the better part of valor yeah but we actually didn't get to finish the final boss so we will be streaming that yeah, out. yeah. so yeah next time that we play it we'll probably be finishing it and then after that we're talking about possibly starting an XCOM 2 playthrough where we all make our characters and make our own decisions that'd, in battles. Be, amazing. that'd be cool yeah uh, so much fun you, you guys have heard us talk about it a lot so come watch us it's yeah a, and if you come by and give us some bits we'll make a character for you to join Mm-hmm. In our squad. Very true. But you can die. That's I mean, the yeah, thing. I cannot if, account if for how can, well you will be treated. If our uh, soldiers die, we make clones of ourselves. Yeah, That's we say if you die, you die. We yeah. save scum. We have a we have no, no safe coming. We just have to make a new character that's a We clone. slightly change you. Yeah. We'll probably have yeah. a character that is Twitch chat, literally the name Twitch chat. <laughs> and y'all can decide on shit. But oh, great. But if you want to do a but if you want to do a personal we'll make, one, we'll you got to throw we'll, some bits. We'll make in. the robot the Twitch chat. Yeah. Oh, great exactly. Idea. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Huh. The spark. We can the spark hide behind yeah. our fans and use them as cover. That's True. <laughs> it's useful. Yeah. But man, that's a fucking old game. And now it's time for the news. Oh shit! <laughs> For today's news, I have gathered for ye, once again, more pieces of news. And hopefully, you like them, and hopefully you like me one day. And Oh, Kyle, we like you, you kind of. <laughs> You're alright. Oh, thanks, man. You're alright. For now. Uh, Nintendo Direct had a Direct, and that was great. It was very fun to watch, because I was in Discord with Micah. <laughs> Who <laughs> was probably being like, what the fuck? I was a little upset, yes, to say yes. the least. But where's Smash Bro? Well, they announced an announcement. Oh, was that Animal Crossing or uh, Smash? No, Smash, they yeah, did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody, you, you, they had we like, were all expecting Smash to be first, and it didn't show up, and I was like, that's a little weird, but, you know, give it a little bit. Yeah. And as soon as my, th- I was literally thinking to myself, where the fuck is Smash? The next thing was them being like, we'll be talking about Smash on October 5th. Yeah. Like, oh, you and once again announced an announcement i hate that i hate, I hate that when twice. companies do that it's like mm-hmm. hey guess when this is coming out um we're gonna have an announcement and then we're gonna tell you when an announcement for this is going to be it's like i don't know you know how much Such a strange what's, bullshit what's what would have been better is you have a nintendo direct and you don't show anything you don't you don't put that out there at all oh we'll have a character announcement on october 5th you know why the same you would get the same amount of reach if you put out that tweet on october 3rd the weirdest then thing. enough people would cover it. It would the information would get out there. You would have over twenty four hours for Smash fans and Nintendo fans to know there's going to be a Smash announcements. Just that specifically, but between you'll have as many viewers as you had on the stream. But between now, but between the time of that stream and October third, you'd have a bunch of people like, "Where the fuck is Smash?" Well, that's fine. That was, but that's only because you thought you knew there was going to be a Smash announcement. Mm. If they just never put out or 
put that expectation out there or if they just went through the whole smash thing or the whole nintendo direct and never brought up smash at all uh, that would have like been just the weird fun. thing is that they usually have these directs and it's like here's our smash announcement yeah. is like either right at the beginning or at the end or whatever yeah. ever and but, then like a few weeks later they'll have oh here's a direct dedicated to them and like how they work so i wonder if plans change something happened maybe and it was supposed to be on this but they had to delay it so they announced that hey we're it was supposed to be Master Chief, but they got Doom Guy instead. Uh, Same workings. So <laughs> it's exactly reskin. Micro Fighter. The whole vibe I got from the, this Nintendo Direct, which I've seen around a lot, is like you'll buy this again. Like that seems like to be their whole fucking initiative now, and also true. And yeah, and it's also true. And the other, like, there's so many layers to this Nintendo Direct that got me so fucking pissed. And one of them being that they just recently settled with that whole Joy-Con drift issue, and like, I don't know if that's going to be getting any better for Joy-Cons in the future. It seems like the, the new ones are but doing But the fucking original Joy-Con drift problem, the Nintendo 64 controller, yeah. that thing was a limp dick two months into you fucking owning an N64, <laughs> and they're like, hey, $50, buy that shit again. Now, I will buy that N64 controller. <laughs> Not to play with, though, to frame yeah. it. but to have, because yeah. I had an N64 yeah. growing up, I yeah. would like to have that controller in my house. I will probably never take it out of the box because the, the fucking joystick will fall the fuck over if I do. <laughs> so it's just going to be like, well, now a whole new generation of kids get to experience that frustration mm -hmm. as well. Do you, do you remember the uh, at McDonald's where they had like the, the N64 set up that yep. you could play? It was yep. no, it never oh, worked. And yeah. Same thing with the, the ones analog You had to like jam that fucker. Yeah. Like your the thumb was bleeding. The greasiest thing that ever <laughs> yeah. existed. Yeah. Those analog sticks humanity. were immediately fucked. That's where yeah. COVID was born. Right now, drifty analog stick yeah they quickly got rid of mayor mccovid yeah. <laughs> i just found that like obviously nintendo is not a company for me like i own a switch i fucking never touch it i only play smash when Same. i'm here with you guys i haven't like, touched my switch in a while it's yeah. just no i feel to. like elysium's coming to it i feel like announcing but it's also KOTOR, coming to everything original else original kotor is coming to switch coming yeah. to it. it just feels like this game this console is pretty you play much on your fucking phone it's an emulator like the whole it's just an emulator at this point like they literally yeah. announced n64 games sega genesis it's like if you have a pc and you have emulators cool. you have all this already True. yeah but uh, uh fun fact about disco elysium though mark holcomb a periphery voices a couple characters in it oh well hmm. that's cool but yeah it's i don't know man i just and then of course the thing that's been fucking made fun of and memed all ready to hell and back this over the week of the last couple of days is the fucking mario movie announcement cast yeah <laughs> Yeah. This was incredible. This. Mm -hmm. In the this works on so many levels for so many people. This is the best casting people have ever seen. This has got to be a fucking joke. I can't believe that this amount of hilarious casting has been done for one movie. Seriously, done seriously. Mm -hmm. Like it, the two camps in this are fucking at war with each other, and it's hilarious. It seems like they're trying to go the Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu <laughs> approach, yeah. where they're just like get this big name actor to do it. And I, you know, I, I like Ryan Reynolds, but I was skeptical mm -hmm. and they fucking nailed it in this, yeah, but yeah. they made it make sense. I don't know how they're going to make this make sense. So I this is going to be great. I, yeah. I think this Mario movie doesn't work on a ton of different levels. Wrong reasons. Well, here's the first thing. The movie will succeed monetarily. Probably. It's the same people who make minions. The oh, based no. on kids alone, the movie will do money. Mm -hmm. That is a guarantee. Like, Period. Movie the, will do money. It will make this money back tenfold, probably. Let's talk about the casting. The fucking casting is on a whole nother level. First off, Chris Pratt as Mario. Perfect. Interesting. Perfect. Perfect? Perfect. He's not Italian. 
He's not a voice actor. Yes, he has done voice acting. He's but not like, a plumber either. He doesn't guy, all tame Raptors. Lego movie. Yeah, but the guy who voice, voice, voices Mario in all the games isn't Italian either. He just does a really shitty Italian <laughs> accent. Yeah, I guess it's, very, it's a Mario it's very voice. Fun, you know? And on that note, the guy who voices Mario in all of the games for the last 30, 40 years is in the movie yeah. as other characters. That's mm-hmm. so fucking weird. If well, I was him, I'd be like, no, fuck you. They didn't necessarily say other characters. <laughs> no, no, they just said he would have other roles. As other, like, I, okay, not what, Mario. What, what fuck does that mean? Not Mario. <laughs> Maybe Mario. Not the one fucking voice. Maybe you've been Mario made. meets video game version of himself, and it sounds like classic well, Mario. This is this, what do you mean video game? It's already an animated movie. I, I understand, but it might go in some weird directions where you have to pay. Yeah, homage. it already went in weird directions. We're talking about the casting. If you want to win this argument, Josh, you got you to do it as Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Listen, listen. Okay, <laughs> no. Oh, the, the the thing I'm trying to say. I'm gonna eat you. I hate this already. I I need you to meet me in the middle on this. Okay. <laughs> Only if I can eat you. It's, oh, all right. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> the next thing, the next piece of casting, the next piece of casting that only that slightly makes sense is Anya Taylor Joy as Peach. Okay, oh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Okay. I I uh, su- suppose the, the princess is Gambit. Uh, Charlie Day is Charlie Luigi. Day is Luigi. Well, I thought that would work until Kyle sent a video and I was like, well, this won't work. This <laughs> that won't video is work. hilarious. It's so that video is, work. Dude, his, that guy is a talent. Yeah. That yeah. guy is a talent. Yeah. He does a, I guess what Chris Pratt will sound like. Cause yeah. You could do any white guy voice for Chris Pratt, yeah. but then his Charlie Day was fucking spot on. There, what, yeah. got me, what got me was the Seth Rogen at the end as yeah. Donkey Kong. Yeah. Seth Rogen, Donkey Kong? I <laughs> don't. I see that. Actually Let's like go. That one. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's I goofy. don't see how that works. It doesn't, but it's goofy. Um, oh, wait, yeah, Dan- the whole fucking casting is, is Daniel goofy. Day-Lewis That's not even... it's, uh, Luigi? Okay. okay. So, <laughs> so Seth Rogen at Daniel Day-Lewis is Luigi. So, oh, stop. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Thanks. Okay. okay, okay. This is my ignorance of celebrity <laughs> names, okay? At play. Okay. This were. This was so funny to me. Obviously, I love movies. I love TV. I analyze it. I pick shit apart. I know act. I know. Yeah. T- I have so much wasted knowledge on movies. <laughs> we're talking about this casting after the stream ends, and we're. And Josh goes, "Yeah, man, Daniel Day Lewis as Luigi. That's gonna be wild." I saved actor Daniel Day Lewis. I start immediately freaking out because Method I actor did, Daniel Day Lewis. I thought maybe I had misread something else, and I start going, "Josh." I was like, "Wait, I'm sorry, Josh." Academy Award winning Daniel Day Lewis and I, uh, yeah, I like sure. just, okay. down. just doubles down I was like an actor guess, who got yeah. so good at acting quit acting to make <laughs> shoes because he's like this is the only endeavor in life that will challenge me to to my core the same Daniel Day Lewis who embodies act characters so well he disappeared I thought I was watching Abraham Lincoln I thought they had resurrected him and brought him to the silver yeah, screen meanwhile now. and now a, he's Luigi meanwhile I'm just imagining the two episodes of It's Always Luigi. Sunny that I've seen yeah. and being like oh, is that the same guy <laughs> I am I am freaking out because I'm like if they got Daniel Day Lewis who retired from acting to move to an obscure town in Italy to make shoes for those people uh, to be Italy. like no no Luigi will be the role I come out of retirement for I was so upset that's why he moved to Italy but, and then uh, I was like oh wait no Charlie Day oh but, thanks and I freak out and walked away but I'm in the middle of this because I don't really know who Daniel Day Lewis is but I definitely know who fucking Charlie Day is <laughs> even if Daniel Day Lewis was was Luigi, that wouldn't would even not... be the craziest character that's been casted in this because Jack Black is Bowser. Bowser. Now, so, I love that the internet is 
yeah. so such in love with Jack Black that they Jack were like, Black. all of this casting is fucking ridiculous. Jack Black's fine though; he can kind of do whatever he wants. <laughs> fuck you, fuck yeah, you, fuck you. This is like the You're Borderlands cool. movie. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. With, he's 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 neutral territory. Mm-hmm. You're like Jack Black. All right, I'll all right, whatever. Yeah, well, I'll probably like he, it. He could play him funny. He could play him like Satan and the Pick of Destiny. Yeah, I, I like. Could, he no. could play every character in every yeah. future okay. movie, and I would be okay with it. Yeah, he could. Matrix Four, all Jack Black. Fine. Yeah. Timothy Oliphant's <laughs> character in Dune, where he plays a young man. If Jack Black played that character, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Any character. Yeah. So, and then they have uh, Keegan Michael Key as Toad. I yes. see that one. Perfect. Yes. No. Perfect. No. I've Give got it to that me. One. No. What do you that's mean? That's amazing. Because that's I don't see that voice coming out of Toad. He can absolutely do that shrill ass, like annoying ass voice. He can totally. Who's do that. assuming he's doing that? Because they cast fucking Chris Pratt as Mario. You can't assume you're going to be the same also, voices. Yeah, to be fair, we don't know how anybody's going to be doing these voices if they're going to be hamming it yeah, up or if I, they're yeah, going like, to be exactly these like themselves. Aren't their Charlie characters. Day can't ham much of that voice up. It's going to be the same rasp voice we've all heard. True. Like that voice isn't changing much, man. <laughs> And I'm sorry, but I I love Chris Pratt. I'm a big fan of Guardians of the Galaxy. Huge fan of fucking Parks and Recreation. I love Chris Pratt. What? This is not who you cast. What if Toad is Mario's anger translator? <laughs> Bring it back. What do you mean? The, the, like the Obama like, thing. Yeah, like uh, oh, Key and Peele, the Obama, oh. Obama anger translator that Keenan Michael uh, Key did. I forgot. I have forgotten yeah. that skit completely. It's so good. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, you new actors, man. Yeah, from yeah, good shit. No, I'm kidding. But, uh, <laughs> no, Keen Pill is amazing. The, yeah. I just thought, like, I don't know, man. When you see certain castings for certain things, it either clicks and you're like, oh, wow, this is going to be awesome. Or yeah, like the Mario could, movie. It could be a bunch of unknowns and you're like, oh, this could be interesting. I, I don't know what's going to happen here or what I'm going to get. Or it's going to be, this l- does not make any fucking sense to the point where I was like, I definitely feel like I could be in the wrong here because. I just like I felt like I was the only one who had these sentiments, mm-hmm. and then as I was getting around on the internet, I was like, "Oh no!" The reactions were pretty much the same what's around his, the what's board. What's his name? Eldris Elba. I just Elba playing Elba. Knuckles. Yeah, how do you feel about that? That's fine. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. I have no problem with that. But if they had been like, I don't know, Chris Pratt as Knuckles, I'd have been like, I, I guess I don't was know. It, wasn't like, Chris Seth Pratt Ruger. the voice of the protagonist in the Lego Movie? Yeah, yeah. Where he's just his voice. Yeah, it did well there. It's just, it was just his voice. Yeah, it was also a blank slate character. Yeah. Yeah. White guy, except yellow, because he's Lego. American white guy. <laughs> I now will I watch the movie? Yes. Will it be because I'm excited? Is it's a Mario movie? No. Yeah. It will be to rip it to fucking shreds in front well, of you guys. But that what Mike is about? Do I like the N64 controller? No. Will I buy it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm being honest about it. Yes. Will I watch it? Yeah. Of course. At least he's honest with yeah, us. Yeah, but, being honest. But with what it. if it's good? Good. That would be a fucking surprise. Like, I'm, I'm going to tear into this. Oh shit, it's good. No, look, you guys literally made the joke last week. I will, f- I will drop an opinion if I'm like, oh yeah, I don't agree with that yeah, opinion anymore, and I will just turn. I'll be like, all right, yeah, I was wrong. Yeah. Like You're- if I watch the movie and I'm genuinely like, I'm sure there will be funny moments. I'm Mike sure there will be. Stat is zero. Yeah, True. I give a shit. <laughs> I just don't think it's going to be that. I think it's going to be a minions dumb like esque movie like they're mm. going to try to put some heart in it there's going to be very stereotypical plot points there's going to be the same character arc of non-belief to belief to success to it's going to be all of that it what else can ah, it be it is journey. mario by nintendo through illumination studios sure. it can only be so many things like one of three plots so I think it's going to be a battle royale could be I mean, they're bringing. It's going to be a parody, and they're Battle definitely going to try to set movie. up a Kong movie because they're bringing in like like a couple Donkey Kong characters, and there's probably going to be a post credit scene with 
the young Donkey Kong, or which which one is that one? Diddy. Diddy. Yeah. yeah. There's probably gonna be a post credit with Diddy. Like it's just it's all right there in front of you, man. When you like sit down and think about this movie, They're building what the Smash Bros. MCU. What don't you <laughs> yeah. understand? And, and, and hey, it's gonna culminate to Mario the movie, Smash Brothers, and look, game. No, and I that's mean, they fine. Got I'll be the Sonic the, movie. They got Detective Pikachu, and I will be that guy who went to Endgame and was like. I, okay, it was cool, I guess, because I'm not going to watch all this other horseshit. I'll watch the Smash Brothers movie. All right. yeah. Yeah. Nintendo Cinematic Universe Phase 1. Detective Pikachu, Super Mario Bros, Legend of Zelda, Kirby, Super Mario Bros 2, Super Smash They're Bros. They're never going to get to Zelda. They can never agree to get... That Phase show, 2, Kirby, Netflix, Metroid, no. Super Mario Bros 3, nah. Fire Emblem. No. <laughs> Zelda... Oh, the Fire Emblem movie. Oh. Mike, how many Zelda and or Link... Netflix show movies animated live action how many things have we almost seen get oh this is greenlit this is they've got directors they've got voice actors they've got ever been hey, any? I don't know I'd watch the WarioWare TV series it, it won't happen man. if they did a Zelda it would be the the guy who plays Spider-Man now fuck what's his face Lowy, or Yuri Lowenthal no 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 Spider-Man oh, oh Tom Holland Tom Holland oh. yeah they would just have Tom Holland play Link he's already mm. playing Nathan Drake huh. ah man I kind of want I'm kind of curious to see how good that's going to be not very because I don't see it. It doesn't make sense. But Tom Holland's such an excellent fucking. Actor. You know who's Sully for Uncharted, right? Mm-mm. Mark Wahlberg. Oh, because yeah. Mark Wahlberg was originally cast as Nathan Drake. This movie's mm. taken so long to get made, he aged out into Sully's role. That dude's supposed Funny. to be working on the fucking Coed and Cambria movie. That son of a bitch. Well, he's busy making a Highlander movie. So right. That, well, no, that one, that movie that came out just recently, where yeah. they were like, <laughs> classic Mark Wahlberg. You're you've lived infinite lives. What are you talking about? I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean about living infinite lives? <laughs> also, on this fucking direct, they did a. There's a new Kirby game coming out. Yep. Yeah, uh, 3D Kirby, Forgotten Lands, just much like the franchise. <laughs> it looks like people he's like Kirby, bud. Exploring some post-apocalyptic land. Which um, looks interesting. Bayonetta three got announced. In which you explore oh, no, some post-apocalyptic land. How shitty this Kirby game looks. Oh sure, it looks like shit. Yeah, it looks like a cheaper it looks Mario. Bad. Like, it looks like a bad game. Sure. Old. Very big open nothing levels like one enemy to dodge See, it's mario odyssey except instead of throwing your hat to the enemy you suck the enemy to you and mario, now you have their power mario odyssey looks good though so kirby yeah like zelda <laughs> looks good like those games like have a style and they're polished like this looks like it like an old like advanced game or something yeah, mario game mario odyssey beautiful game yeah yeah well kirby yeah. didn't get that budget. yeah bayonetta 3 like you said that got announced uh every, finally I, I'm sure every like a, e-girl in the world is going to be which, cosplaying her instantaneously, 100%. which I am on board for. Definitely, <laughs> definitely seems like a Virgil crossover from DMC at the end. Mm-hmm. Or a previous character from one it. of the games, because I have not played them. I don't know. Definitely, I, I, like I didn't watch the whole trailer. It looked like Virgil. I just saw that there was like a logo and shit. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah the trailer There's, was cool. It actually looks like she like possesses like different giant monsters and you can fight. It looks like these giant kaiju battles. It actually looks cool. Like I'm, I'm pumped. I actually want to play the other games. It looks cool. That games are good. Eh. But I'll take any more like Devil May Cry style I just, games. I feel like twi- I feel like twi- uh, twi- Platinum Switch awesome too. games do not show well in streams. Like I went back and looked at the Bayonetta trailer, like just the video itself, and like as high quality as I can get it. Yeah. I still just don't feel like the games on Switch look that good. Like they're always going to suffer from that. I think Breath of the Wild is going to be the only game that ever really honestly with, it, with this new jump in uh, graphics cards and stuff like with a 30 series like starting to get out there and like these really high fidelity games starting to come out Switch is absolutely lagging behind like mm-hmm. people starting to get a hold of PlayStation 5s and Xbox yeah. Series X yeah. or whatever they're called yeah. especially with the Steam Deck on the horizon yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah and developers are coming out and saying that their games run 
obviously on the Steam Deck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, pretty much all Nintendo has is to be able to hold on to these handful of franchises that they own and be like, it's a retro. These are ours. It's basically it's, just going to be a retro doing. console at this yeah. point. That's what they've been doing for yeah. fucking years. But it's affordable they're, one. They're too. playing their own game. That's yeah. okay. They're making yeah. money. Who gives a yeah. shit? Um, Good for them. An, an Animal Crossing announcement will be happening in October. Thanks for that. <laughs> announce Thanks the announcement. Set. Uh, announce some free update. I mean, people are excited about it. Yeah. Original Kotor. Yep, yep. Yeah, original Kotor. <laughs> How many people is that gonna confuse? Um, oh, there is this card That's... game that they announced called Voice of Cards: The Isle Dragon Roars. <laughs> sure, which is made by Yokotaro of near fame, and I'm like, oh, that's, yeah, that's not I a thought that was mouthful. weird. I was like, yeah, Yokotaro, that... and I was like, no fucking way. It huh? looks like an interesting concept, but it doesn't look like it's for me. You no. know, it looks like an actual, like, entirely card-based game where the entire like map and tile system and like characters you talk to are just cards face down on a platform. <clears throat> it's interesting looking, and the music very near like, but yeah. uh, not enough to drag me. Into I don't know this why, kind of but like card based games do not interest me. No, nah. like uh, with Loop Hero, Loop, Loop Hero looked really interesting until I saw that it was card based. If the Gwent game, and then it just totally turned me off. If the standalone Gwent game was not just Hearthstone with a Gwent, oh yeah, skin on it, I would be playing that. Mm. But it's all about like a cards attacking a cards. Like this isn't what, what more Gwent fun was. to just play The yeah. Witcher and play Gwent sometimes. Pretty much, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, re- you guys ready to stream some Chocobo GP? Okay, so like, cho- okay, no, so Final no, Fantasy card no, game, no, dude. Let's fucking Final go, Fantasy man. Final Fantasy card Come game. On. It's a Mario Kart ripoff. No shit. And fucking care. It looks like trash. I'm pro. I want to uh, play it. I'm not gonna buy it. <laughs> we'll get that is, stream. That is one game I have thought. Are about. we going to? You can play as Black Mage. I'm. I'm playing it. Oh fuck, man. <laughs> I, right. I have thought about getting Mario Kart for a Switch so we could stream that. Like that. That seems like that'd be a game worth buying. I Mike just, has it. I just want Bloodborne Kart. Yeah, I have Mario Kart by the way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just bring my Switch yeah, over we here. And we'll, st- we'll stream it on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Well, couldn't we stream it from our places like as long as we all have it and like we're just streaming oh, everyone off of has it yeah oh, yeah that's true i don't have a switch but that's buy mario kart but yeah it's expensive and that online shit don't fucking oh well, that's work weird anyways. as if nintendo always just they just will never drop the value of their games yeah. mm-hmm. games don't lose value even in stores <laughs> and now you can play uh n64 games and uh, sega genesis games if you pay nintendo more for their subscription service which people I, are like great i you, think it's fair you've been releasing it is fair they put yeah. money into it so yeah a little people some people are miffed because they're like I've been paying for your subscription service like for this whole time, and now you release the good shit, and it's got to charge more. It's also the cheapest subscription service out of all the services. It's twenty dollars a year. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't I mean for some people that's that could be their budget. Like you got to yeah. understand, like, don't spend game, that. That's crazy. Yeah, then you got better things to spend your money on. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, too if bad. that's your budget. That. Sell your Switch, guys. You know what I mean. <laughs> no, I don't. Never heard of it. <laughs> um, Arc Razor is getting remastered. Act and- Razor. Act Razor's getting yeah. remastered. So that was kind of crazy, man. That blew my ass. That blew my fucking mind. It's real cool. fucking cool, huh? Don't you think, Micah? I played it for the first yeah, time. Yeah, for the first 20 seconds that it showed the game, it looked awesome. I played Act Razor 1 and 2 for the first time a few years ago on my Classic. Yeah. Uh, don't ask how I got it on there. And it's... <laughs> ROMs and emulators. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, what a weird genre-melding game. Because it's almost like, like a 2D... Uh, um, like Golden Axe kind of game, like Castlevania ish, but then there's like an overworld Sim City kind of thing going sort on of, at yeah. the same time. And aside <laughs> from you lose, okay, Micah, Micah aside, aside from the weird window dressing with the little angel and all that, 
it's a good game. Darkest Dungeon took a lot from this game. Yeah, if, I mean, I can play side no, scrollers and I can play like, village we sims. I don't need this. them combined. We yeah, you can also this. I'm like, oh, this is really oh cool. Like Mike is watching it, and then as soon as it yeah. like clips over to Micah. this little angel thing, like doing some like Sim City stuff over, yeah. it's like, no, take it out, take it out of the game, Mike. Mike, you'd also play Diablo two and Halo three, but you play them together in Destiny. That's no, and it makes it a different game. That's not even. It's a looter shooter, He's just right? saying SimCity shit yeah, is but, stupid. No, but oh. what it doesn't do is... <laughs> yeah. no, but what I'm not doing is being in a top-down like looter shooter, and then it switches over to a first-person shooter for me to interact with an NPC. What this does is take a really cool-looking side-scroller beat-em-up, and, and then it just is like, oh, and by the way, you're now going to manage this village. So we're going to stop you from doing that. Just done. Now we're doing this game. Yeah, that because just, that's what the game is. If you just want the side-scroller, go play Castlevania. Yeah, and that's what I'm going to do. That's okay. what I did. <laughs> yeah. And I had a great fucking time. It, this was just one of those weird... Blasphemous. This is just a weird True. melding of things. Like, obviously Nintendo is not for me. Obviously it is way more fun for me to but have Rune this Factory kind of outlook. Dude. <sighs> it's it's obviously a lot funner for me to just react this way. So this was just a prime moment of them being like, we're bringing back ActRaiser. I'm like, wow, this looks dope as fuck. Because I've never seen the game. Okay. So I'm just like, oh, this looks awesome. Like, side-scroller, I like the graphics. I like everything that it shows. What the fuck is this? <laughs> this isn't what I want. And I'm this weird angel chibi shit. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, it's just such a weird split of yeah. game. Like, it didn't make any sense to me. They also uh, announced, possibly announced a date for that Project Triangle strategy game. Possibly announced a title to it. I don't remember. I was excited when PTSD. I saw it. No, this is the new, that's their It looks good. Years. I'm not going to play it. I was excited when I saw it. And then Micah was freaking out. I was like, is this the one that they, they announced the Kickstarter for? And then they also announced the sequel to? I'm like, <laughs> no, that's Fire Emblem. It's actually not either one of those. <laughs> and like... So I didn't yeah. catch that. Uh, but, yeah. I'm still excited for this. Um, that was Shenmue. If, if it gets reviewed well, <laughs> no, that, that was also Fire Emblem. They announced mm. the new one, and then they were also like, "Oh, and then we're also announcing the sequel to that." It, neither Christ. of those are Fire Emblem games; they're entirely new IP. Okay, but yeah, this looks good. I'm excited for it. <laughs> if it reviews well, I'll buy it. I'll play it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I want to play it. That looks cool. Yeah, so. I want more tactics. I'll just play tactics again. If anything <laughs> comes out for the Switch, then I'll play it. Sure. I wish they would use this art style for like a beat 'em up or something. Mm. Like, uh, I agree. like a. Like, just a different way to do this. I like these worlds that they keep showing me in this art style, but I am not here for a turn-based RPG in that art style. Like, Give me Paperboy. Give me Paperboy with this art style. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's a tactics that. game, though. It plays more like an XCOM than anything else. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just not feeling this. Fair enough. I think that's pretty much it for the Nintendo stuff, though. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise got a new expansion. Yeah. We oh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and <laughs> Kojima Bowsette. What? Huh? Bayonetta. We already Bayonetta. Talked about that. Yeah, we talked about. He, said, he, he mentioned it, and then he said he wanted so to talk is, about it more later. Is Monster Hunter World Rise like, or Monster Hunter Rise like the, like are they obviously Worlds is done, but like so is Rise like the new thing that they're yeah yeah it's that's yeah. the current Monster Hunter yeah. Hmm. Seems like such a, almost seems like a backward step, right? Like doesn't was it on Switch only? Yeah, it's Switch only. It's how judgmental Mike is. Fuck yeah. Switch. <laughs> like, like, oh, this just seems weird. Like, God, Worlds looked so good. Playing yeah. on that peasant console. Why? Worlds is also kind of stripped away stripped away a lot of stuff that people like about Monster Hunter games, uh, specifically stylized and like the types of weapons and armor you can get to systems. Uh, they're very streamlined for a modern day audience in Worlds, which I like. Yeah. Some people don't, which is what Monster Hunter Rise is for. Oh, okay. It's a mixture of both. For that audience that likes it ultra complex, which I already think it's too complex in world. Fucking yeah. love Monster Hunter. Give me mm -hmm. a sword. Let me hit the monster. Exactly. That's what it should be. 
<laughs> chonk, chonk, chonk. But yeah, um, uh, for our next piece of news, uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, had their live letter, is that what it was called? Uh, last week, right after yes. our podcast, uh, we stayed up and watched it together in Discord, and that was really fun. They announced some really cool fucking shit. They basically showed a bunch of the job classes, um, the abilities that they're getting uh, from 80 to 90. Yep. They look cool as fuck. They didn't explain mm-hmm. very many of them unless they had like a lot of changes, like Summoner is actually now a Summoner. Yeah, yeah. Summoner it looks, looks fucking cool dope. as shit. It makes me want to pick it up. Like Summoner is a class right now that you couldn't get me to touch with like a fucking 30-foot pole. Same. I was like, so, um, every time I see a Summoner and a Scholar, I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? You yeah. fucking nerds in your goddamn books. Yeah. But yeah. now Summoner looks fucking dope. Summoner Does actually summons Garuda, Ifrit, and Titan now. It's dumb! Yeah. And that's cool as shit. Our, our good buddy David collectively creamed all of his jizz into his pants <laughs> as yeah. soon as that trailer started, and then it went on for 45 seconds. Yeah, because it, it seems like they've taken a lot of tedium out of the class, too. Yeah, maybe. We don't really know yet. Well, there's no there's no dot cycle anymore. Yeah, which is good. It's yeah, not, it's it's not what it's supposed dots. to be. It's more streamlined. Make the, the dot cycle should be on the bard, which it is. It, yep. is strange. it does feel like they screwed over the scholar a little bit, though. I don't. Well, no, that's that's weird to say because we don't we don't know just, what they've we don't even know what they are adding or changing yet. They true. barely showed anything, but Sage and Summoner look so flashy and cool that mm-hmm. people are like, "Scholar's dead." Yeah. No, Scholar is incredibly <laughs> powerful healer class that people yeah. love to play, and it's probably going to get some cool new toys. It yeah. just doesn't look so flashy mm-hmm. like some... Sage does. Yeah, what they also showed was Sage, crazy. the gun healer, my new healer main. And I now, after all this time, I finally have collected them all. The gun DPS, so gun gun, uh, gun tank, and gun healer. I am complete. <laughs> he is the gun All-American. <laughs> you just need the gun mage now. It even has, like, noises that sound like Gundam. Gun mage. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like Gundam noises yeah. for the spells and stuff. It, 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 it looks, looks very active. fuck. I, I love uh, it. It looks very cool. Looks more like a DPS healer than anything, which is funny because the tank I play is more like a DPS tank than anything. Mm, yeah. That's just what I like to play. So I'm actually super excited about it. And the, the fact that Machinist has a shotgun. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just give him this and shotgun. A, uh, That'll make him happy. And, and one of the new skills is like a big old gun that shoots chainsaws. <laughs> we will just save like this land be- with the power of crystals and this gun I found. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like like Limp Biscuit would have wanted. <laughs> You've got it. Uh, God, that's hilarious. But the other thing they sh- they did show uh, a, a decent rundown of the new Reaper class as well, which Ooh. basically makes all the Dark Knight abilities look like baby abilities. <laughs> Reaper looks fucking sick. The yeah. edgiest shit ever. It's like the ultimate hot topic class. Yeah, and all all of their like skill names are like gardening references turned into like edgy names instead because they're literally gardeners who got pushed too far, so they joined sides with the devil <laughs> and now they're now they're reaping the crimson harvest <laughs> jesus <laughs> that's literally Christ. the backstory for reapers it's kind of dope scariest thing in the world is a righteous man's anger poor <laughs> gardner he's been pissed off yeah pissed off gardner with the scythe <coughs> it's dope the game's uh game's doing better black than mage ever. Yeah. has more black mage stuff and i'm happy about it there's the bigger fire, there's a bigger ice, there's a bigger lightning, and you get to put the fire and the ice together to make a twisty thing. Nice, <coughs> very happy, very good. There's a bigger sun spell. Yeah, they just took yep. they just took the eye out of your spells and made them stronger. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Cool with that. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Paladin also looks crazy as fuck. Oh yeah, they were like Oh yeah, we got a new requisite uh skill. It's like what <laughs> And it was like, "Oh, an- oh, they got a follow-up to the uh, to that one." 
Oh, another one. Holy shit, another! Oh my god, it's oh, fucking skills. combo. Yeah. You're like swords. So Summoning put... god swords upon <laughs> your enemy. We put big yeah. swords on your big swords. So you can have big swords yeah. while you play with your big swords. So it's literally like the first skill is like some swords come out of the ground. It's like, oh, that's cool. Then yeah. the next one is like a couple swords fall from the sky in this yeah. cool pattern. You're like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. The next one's like a more big swords come in in a cooler pattern. You're like, it can't get better than this. And then the next one is bigger swords and a cool pattern falling through, and then one larger sword falling through the center. I cannot wait to do that to a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be sick. You. you. <laughs> oh to be God. fair, I do love going outside of towns, reassembling a drill and fucking... Yeah. <laughs> through, through, a, through like a little... Like cloud of yeah. bees. Yeah. The camera pans over to a level three character just trying to make it by. It's like, oh, sorry, man. I'm trying to test out my rotation on these little creatures. They uh, they announced some other changes and stuff. That, yeah, you just go look it up yourself. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much all the fun stuff that they had. We talked about it enough. Yep. Mm, for our next piece of news, there's some Elden Elden Ring stuff that may or may not have happened so according to Joshua. Yeah, there's some some big PvP changes that they've announced. So yeah, they kind of hinted um, at this before. What they said before was that if a player is mounted, they're unable to be invaded. Interesting. Right? Which is interesting. Well, you can only mount while playing single player. If you're playing cooperative, you can mount. Oh, so, weird. the only time you're able to be invaded is if you're playing cooperative. If you're solo, you won't be invaded. Interesting. Which that's I cool. think is a good change. Oh, no, that's, that's a very good choice. Yeah, I think it's a very good choice. Um, but can you invade like if you're hard, solo? But the hardcore PvP... Yeah. Part like of that. the Souls community does not like this at all. Because you have to be co-op now. Well, you're right. forcing yourself to be ganked. Dark Souls 3 was already kind of like this. I feel yeah. like uh, they're trying to level the playing field for people and trying to make this a even more accessible game for a wider audience. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a different name. You know, it's not Dark Souls. It's not Bloodborne. All these games have different levels of difficulty to them, and they're just balancing this, and this is just going to be whatever it is, whatever they decide it's going to be. Uh, and they just want to make it as enjoyable for people as possible. So making, forcing it to be co-op, like Dark, even Dark Souls One is heavily implying co-op. Mm -hmm. Do co-op because it's that's what it's intended for. And this one's like, you have to do co-op now if you want to fight other people. I think it's clever. The thing, the thing that the main thing that this fixes for me is something I ran into in my very first invasion of Dark Souls One, where some hacked player. Because the their anti cheat system has not been great yeah. ever. So some hacked player loads in invades your world, might drop some items that corrupt your save, right, and screws you out of the game. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I, having an opt in rather than an opt out for PvP, I think is the way to go. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. in three, like you wouldn't get invaded if you weren't embered, but if you weren't embered, you were at half health. Yeah. yeah. So either way, you're making the game hard for yourself. Yep. True. So no, look I'm looking forward to it. To it yeah. Okay, great. Yep. <laughs> All right, for uh next piece of news, there's some Last of Us content that's supposed to be coming this weekend. Yeah, so PlayStation is trying to push like this new kind of avenue on the store, and basically all they're being all they're saying is like, yeah, there's just some new cosmetics. But it's like, okay, maybe don't phrase it like, oh, there's new content for The Last of Us, like new collectibles oh. or something would have been the way to probably word that. That's fucked up. Because people have been waiting for the multiplayer to drop because the faction's multiplayer from The Last of Us was very, very popular. And Naughty Dog did say they were going to be making that for The Last of Us 2. As well as, like, people thought, like, maybe there was, like, another story beat, like, or maybe, like, a side thing or, like, a level or so just something. Yeah. You know, you say new content for The Last of Us, people are going to assume that there's something big for the single-player game. So... For just to be like, you can get this shirt. 
if you go onto the PlayStation Store, go to this thing and go to that thing and click, it's like, oh, you're just really using this to promote whatever this weird avenue on the store is. Um, yeah. Most people like myself saw some, like, scrolling through video game news. It was like, new content for The Last of Us. I, of course, clicked on it thinking it was going to be something big. And it was like, oh, was, I could give a shit about whatever that was. New yeah. flannel for Yeah, me. exactly. Hmm. It was just hmm. weird the way they worded it. And it got a lot of the community... On our and it's our in fault. Tizzy. Yeah. In a tizzy, and it's our fault because we thought it was new, like actual big content. Yeah, that is stupid though. I have to have an entire marketing team that's getting paid and should not yeah. be able to like easily discern that hey, this will make people think uh and something click on bigger. it and, yeah. do, and it's like yeah, that doesn't mean we're still gonna do the thing. Just announce what you're doing. Yeah, like just be factual about Most it. Most people like myself got to that part in the store and was like, I don't care. Yeah, so <laughs> it, you didn't get us to buy anything or do anything there. Yeah, true. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but that's it. Uh, let's see. We got uh, Kena Bridge of Spirits. Uh, yeah. Came out. A lot of people, people are seem it. interested in it. Uh, seems, it's, it's getting some love, yeah. Seems like a nice Pixar game that plays well. Yep. Yeah. I mean, interestingly enough, uh, I feel like that coming out and everyone reviewing that particular game is what inspired Donkey's latest video. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. no, not a single reviewer in the world can just do review a game without co- like making reference to every other game it is slightly similar to. Mm-hmm. Uh, that video was crazy. This game is a mix of this game and this game, and then the like the way he was string it, string it into yeah. an older game, and they were talking about the, that game and comparing it to other games. And then he just out. kept going like, backwards. I was like, "Oh shit!" I didn't realize what he was yeah. doing for a minute. It yeah. was really well done. It's a good video. I'd recommend yeah. you check it out. But anything by Donkey. Yeah, but now it's been nice and crispy outside. I really enjoy it. It's been really good. Yeah. Good. Good, good weather. Time of year. Now it's been. Time hanging out with you guys, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, thank you guys for coming out and do this every yeah, week with yeah. me. We're almost at episode 100. You can Crazy. go to patreon.com slash the Metal Gamers Podcast where you can listen to some more of this if you would like, and you can also go to facebook.com slash group slash the Metal Gamers Podcast if you'd like to enjoy some of the topic fun that we have. And you can get to the Discord. How do you get to the Discord? Mysterious Skull, what time is it? That's right, it's time. The Monster Mash 2021 Metal Gamers Podcast thing that we are doing this time for some reason. And this week, uh, we <laughs> yeah. have uh, the two new lineups that we have for uh, spooky games for our Halloween Adventure Times are Dead Space versus Luigi's Mansion. If oh. Dead Space does not fucking win this, yeah, I swear to <laughs> fucking God. Luigi's Mansion's a fun game, and I love it, but it but is not Dead spooky. Space. Uh, Dead Space that? is one of the best uh, horror games, I think, Dead uh, Space. of this generation. So. I don't know. Kyle. I don't know. Dead Space. Luigi's Dead Kyle. Dead Space. Good. I don't care if Luigi's, Luigi's Mansion did win. Really good. Dead yeah. Space. But Dead Space. Yeah, but Dead, Dead Space scared me. Dead Space. That's the point of this this competition, yes. Kyle, Dead Space Dead release Space. Oh. Uh, at the launch of the GameCube? I didn't think so. Dead Space. God damn. Josh, did you vote on this one? No, I didn't. I didn't vote on any of them. I on Facebook. What you week. voting for? What you vote? Yeah. Dead what? Space. I think Dead Space is the only horror game out of the two. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Right. I'm going to go ahead and vote for uh, Luigi's Mansion. Don't, you fucking son of a bitch. It's the wrong genuinely, choice. Genuinely. Are you Luigi's genuinely Space? voting for Luigi's Mansion? Yeah. Can I, I hear your Luigi's. reasoning over one? Is this funny to it's, me? It's a fun game. I gotta give him that one. It is funny to piss He's me off. He's a man of funny <laughs> convictions. That is, Thank I, you. That, he is. So we have uh, eight votes for Luigi's Mansion. 
And uh, 17 votes for Dead Space. That's okay. goddamn right we do. <laughs> your vote doesn't fucking matter, Kyle. My, my, hey, look at me. Your vote doesn't yeah, fucking matter. It doesn't because I'm looking at it and voting. <laughs> like that's all. That is my reasoning for voting that way. Is I knew it would piss you for. off, and I knew it all. I would also get my way because Dead Space is, is the winning of that oh, yeah. for sure. Uh, for right. our next lineup, we have Amnesia: The Dark Descent versus Until Dawn. This one's a biased one for me. I have not played Amnesia The Dark Descent. I've watched some streams of it, and they do scare the fuck out of me. The way that they, like, design their monsters and the way they move is, like, very unnerving. But Until Dawn is, like, the coolest fucking, like... Horror story way to Yeah, here's a classic horror 80s horror, like, uh, movie. But you literally make all the decisions that the characters make. Interesting. Which is exactly what anyone would want to do. Honestly, I'd like to do that it. for stream. It for is Halloween, a- I'd like us to, like, pick... A certain amount of characters and be like, you're going to make the decisions for this character. Okay. I think that'd be a really fucking fun thing. Um, so I, that's my vote. My vote was always for Until Dawn. And it's not because I played it and I would never have played it. It doesn't, it's not my kind of thing. But yeah. watching Megan go through it and seeing how much stress that induced in her, oh, that was so entertaining. Like, <laughs> I will, okay. 10 out of 10, we'll watch that again. Like, especially when you have to hold the controller perfectly still, she would get so upset. Oh my God. It was so yeah. worth it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, until dawn, all the way. Man. Yeah, I agree. Until dawn, and uh, what about you guys? Uh, I never played until dawn, so I did. Amnesia. Did you I... play Amnesia? Oh yeah, it's fucking spooky. <laughs> 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 it's a very good game. That's a spooky with capital spooking. I, I don't really know uh, much about either of these games. I can't even picture until dawn. Okay, um, oh, wow. Hayden Penitary. But I, I've seen a few really? streams of Amnesia. Hayden Penitary. I've seen, yeah. Award-winning actress. She was the lead in Heroes. Hayden Penitary. You, you talk about the person that... Oh, I'm sorry. Is Rami Malek not a good enough actor for you? Is that a person from Star Wars? Rami Malek? No, he did Freddie, he did, uh, Freddie Mercury recently in the Queen. So we have oh, uh, three yeah, votes for Amnesia <laughs> and uh, 13 votes for Until Dawn. Goddamn right. Give it to my boy Rami Malek oh, and right. Hayden Penitary from Heroes. That's pretty... That's pretty- <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't even, I don't even know what's happening. What is even <laughs> yeah, Stay tuned for next Does week. Malik a Sith? I mean, probably, no, he's yeah. a new Bond villain. Huh. Hmm. Now it's time for topics. For today's topic, it is often a great feeling to start a new game and embark on a brand new adventure, but what are some of your favorite personal level ones? Oh, I didn't even actually look at the topic this, this week. This took me a minute and I couldn't choose from an RPG. I had to just go with because uh, I was thinking about Nintendo recently. It. It's either, it's probably going to be this, the first level in Star Fox. Okay. 64. That's a great yeah. Classic. Yeah. I love that level. Classic, literally. I, I know it really well. One of the things I want to do is go back through Star Fox 64. Mm. Thankfully, I can do that with Nintendo's new great opportunity to pay them more money to get access. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you corporate slave. God damn it. That's awesome. Um... Uh, yeah, I, I can agree with you there. I can vividly remember standing in the electronics section in Walmart mm-hmm. on an atomic purple yeah. uh, N64 controller playing the first level of Star Fox. It's, it's a, it's, with the stick drift and all. It's a toss-up yeah. toss between there. level one of, has of Star Fox or the dam of GoldenEye. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Nice. We all, really we all speedrun the dam before, yeah. before speedruns yeah. were even yeah. We all knew where those guards were. Yeah. We all knew what Keep had to shoot. <laughs> Sniper rifle. The yeah. Alex Kelly writes in with Destiny Island in Kingdom Hearts 1 and Traverse Town as Roxas in Kingdom Hearts 2. Both are, are pretty pog. Both are uh, classics. I yeah. hate the first level for Kingdom Hearts 2. The only thing I can remember from the first one was having to chase that one character and catch them. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. was very difficult. The, the, the that, race thing that you had yeah, to do. The race. A thing yeah. in Kingdom yeah. Hearts 
the first level of something in Kingdom Hearts was difficult for you? There were, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> the most genuine first thing that's all, ever came out of Josh. <laughs> first of all, this was like 17 years ago. <laughs> so I barely Still. remember it. I just know oh I didn't like God, it. Oh my God, that was the perfect. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Casual Dad writes in with Escape from the City from Sonic Adventure 2. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, the fucking Michael, the put in the song. Woo! Dude, that downhill race on the snowboard. Uh, Man, what a fan. No, Jonathan Young version. So good. I'm sure the, dump, the garbage truck chasing you at yeah. some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, so while you're snowboarding while you perfectly could just run. Sonic yeah. peaked. I think that's where Sonic yeah. peaked. That game was good, man. It did, absolutely. Yeah. Doug Dimmodome, owner of the Dimsdale Dimmodome, rides in with probably the Bard's Tale from the PlayStation 2 edition. Uh, slaying rats in the, in the basement. Yes, it has uh, the snarky wow. narrator, the even snarkier protagonist, and it completely makes fun of the generic... Slay the rat yeah. in the basement RPG yeah. cliche. <laughs> that is a good call. Yeah, fucking Bard's Tale is excellent. Yeah. And that excellent. first level is like such a love letter to that typical story. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Wolf Dad writes in with the Temple of Elemental Evil computer game. It used 3.5 edition D&D rules set in your first level was the best spent running around the town of Hamlet, unwielding different, sometimes conflicting quests. So you could be level two before wandering into the wilderness. I don't know this game. Mitch, what? You're ruining it. Yeah, you lost me, yeah. God damn, dude. What a deep cut. <laughs> deep cut. Deep cut. Classic. I don't know, it's not classic for me, man. Yeah, can't, can't that's classic a, that's that a niche one, one. That's a niche one, man. It's a niche. Old Windows niche. Windows, Windows 3.1 game. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> President Ketchup writes in with, the first 15 minutes of God of War blew my mind. Mm, yeah. Which yeah, one, though? One. Like, one. The first one. OG or oh, yeah. 2018? Good point. He, it could have been 2018. Both did, are good. He did just play through 2018. 2018. So he's probably talking about that. Yeah. Mm. The first boss fight in that game is one of the best boss fights I've played in most games. Yeah. Very true. The PS2 one or the stepdad. Uh, who said oh, that, that? That's what Doug Timothy said. The PS2 one or the step tech classic. <laughs> oh, wow. <shit>. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> he's not even right. Out, no? I guess before before we get into the Facebook write-ins, I'll go ahead and say mine. Um, Good. That's the tanker from Metal Gear Solid 2. Oh, mm. fuck yeah. That is really good. Yeah. Well, even Metal Gear Solid 1. Yeah, I, I can't tell you how many sure. times I replayed the tanker because it's just so fun. Yeah, and it's this contained environment for you to just break apart. And I love that they even put a couple of planned scares in there when you're sneaking in the one spot. And he goes, yeah. "Everybody turn left!" And you freaking freak out because yeah. you think they're all going to see you, yeah. and they don't. And you're like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" So yeah. good. It's such a fun or master moment. class. Or uh, the, the callback to Metal Gear Solid One, where there's the shadow of Raven yeah. on the wall, and it's just, and the, it's toy. just the figurine. Yeah. yeah. And you shoot it, and he goes, "Ha ha ha!" Yeah. And he just shoots off the. There, there, and that pellets, those pellets are infinite. Yeah, and there's there's details that people are still finding out and fascinated by to this day, like the yeah. ice cube melting thing yeah. melt in real time. Yeah, it's so stupid. <laughs> Why? Because he thought <laughs> it's it just ridiculous. Because yeah. he thought of it. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. <laughs> it's really cool. Sorry, uh, Tyler Williams over in the Facebook group writes: Carl Johnson, GTA San Andreas. Ah, shit! Here we, we go, go again. again. <laughs> oh <laughs> man. Big true. How many times did you guys start over San Andreas, you think? Never played it. Probably about five. Probably started over like two or three. Yeah. Loved it. Um, for me, uh, <laughs> thinking of Spider-Man 2, like the original one mm. and the new Spider-Man, yeah. like just like 
the first time you get to like just jump swing, off a building yeah. and swing and i'm just like oh fuck this is great and yeah. especially honestly like the even the original spider-man like being like peter parker and like the weird hoodie and stuff and like going around and beating up the dudes in the warehouse i always like really enjoyed those first mm-hmm. levels <laughs> i always thought they were really fun the first introduction to web swinging in the new spider-man game is amazing yeah the way they do it it feels so good and that chasing that helicopter is so much fun like that's any, definitely gonna be one i remember any like just superhero game that just nails the feeling of a superhero game even like hulk ultimate destruction where it's like here's the first level just fuck shit up forever yeah, and it's yeah. like okay here we go fun so time. much fun um, Double Terry Wayne writes in with the Pillar of Autumn in Halo One will always be my favorite. People keep saying ones I want to say. <laughs> That's a great one. Cooper Touch Ten writes in with Spiral Mountain and Banjo Kazooie. It feels like the perfect way to start off a 3D collectathon platformer. It has very ear warm developing music yeah. to go along with getting bum, familiar bum, bum, with the controls bum, 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 bum. and getting your basic moves with some very memorable level design too. Yeah, good call. Yeah, absolutely right there. Also a great smash level. Fantastic. True. Cam and Der Shepard writes in with, I'm going to go with starting over on Final Fantasy XIV. I didn't have a great experience the first time around with it and didn't honestly want to go back into the game at all. You guys told me I can make new memories and convinced me to sign back up. So that level one for me kind of signified the beginning of something new and not letting the past experiences hold me back from something awesome. Nice. That's very fucking cool. That's right. Hell yeah. yeah. Life, four, Final Fantasy fourteen is life-changing, and everyone should play it. Everything's <laughs> better with the Metal Gamers. Everything's better inside <clears throat> of Final Fantasy fourteen. It's what we use to escape the know, Matrix. The Don't you understand? Sucks. By going into the other Matrix. The platforming sucks, <laughs> yeah. and they could work on their first-person shooter mechanic. Uh-huh. Huh? Final Fantasy fourteen. It's yeah. not a platformer nor the a first-person first shooter. I had to do platforming in that fucking game, and then I flew a plane and shot shit. That's a first-person shooter. Huh? I'm that good happened? at it. Did you, not get a, did you not score a 5,000? No. No. Oh, gold saucer shit. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Yes, of course. Ah, oh, dirt of Cerberus. Of course. <laughs> yes, of course. I don't know. I, I have a fondness for first levels for some reason. Like, Me too. a lot of times, like, when I finally take control of a character, like, I'll, like, slowly move. Like, even, uh, let's say, the, like, the first instances you actually get in control in Ghost of Tsushima, when you're finally, like, able to, yeah. like, go out to yeah. the world. Yeah. The first level in Fallout 3, like, that's like the biggest Being shit. In the like the first time, like you play that, and you're like in the vault, and you're growing up, and you're creating your character, and then you leave the vault. It's like holy shit! Like not knowing anything about the Fallout series and playing that for the first time was incredible. That was, my, say, that was my first one too. You can yeah. say the same thing about Skyrim. Then you first leave yeah. the cave, and you just have the world there. Actually, like Oblivion was a huge one for me. Oblivion, like going bigger, through the yeah. fucking sewer, and yeah. then being like, that was like one of my first open world games ever, mm. and like. I remember looking across the river and there being like a camp over there and I swim over there. They attack me. I kill them. And then suddenly I can wear their clothes. I was like, this game can <laughs> do anything. <laughs> I, I just thought of one that me and Mike will both agree on is the first village in Resident Evil 4. Oh, when you yeah. come across the first big group Mierda. of enemies, the chainsaw guy. Mierda. And like oh, you yeah. realize like they're... Master dynamic class. and their dynamics so like oh yeah. i'll block the door well then they start they put a ladder up and start coming through the window on the second floor like that shit was terrifying mm-hmm. yeah. when you were just trying to figure out what is happening how do i get yeah. out of this the, like the the first interaction you have or like the first big fight you have in that first village is genuinely a master class and like in uh like set piece design yeah. for a game mm-hmm. that and then the cabin later on yep uh fucking 
ridiculous. Yeah, where you have good. to hold out in the cabin. Yeah, hold yeah. out in the cabin. Normally, I'm not a fan of those, but they... Me either, but so and, good. And they, they kept that kind of moment in the series after four, like hide and like hold out in the cabin or mm-hmm. in the room yeah, deal. Yeah, in five, four, they did it a bunch. Yeah, four yeah, did it the best. They did do it a lot. Five, five was terrible with that. I thought it was okay in five. It's I actually, like five. Fuck that boulder. good. I, I hate five. Five is good. It's just not as good. It's a great co-op. Great, no, co- great co-op game. That's I think sure. um, an excellent first level for me is um, both in Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy VII Remake. It oh, is yeah. such a perfect intro to those games. Fucking True. reactor Absolutely core, yeah. incredible, the reactor coil. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> what's another one? Oh, the opening for Doom 2016 is fucking unreal. True. Good. That's such an excellent level one that for is that like game. A perfect level one of Dead level. Space 2. Yep. Oh yeah! <laughs> it starts strong. The environmental storytelling is crazy so with the scope good. of what's happening in the background. Good scares. Yeah. The defenseless. The, getting to see the scale of the city and everything. Yep. Like man, God, I want to play too. Well, you made me think of Bioshock. Bioshock, Ooh. fucking fantastic. Ooh. All of them, honestly, and yeah. all three of them. Because yeah. Bioshock Infinite, that intro was is breathtaking. Yes. Good. Fucking awesome. Spooky. Spook. Katana Zero. You guys will never know. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I want to play it, but, uh, you know, fuck me, right? You know, yeah. <laughs> I understand. Uh, Metroid Prime. Not Metroid Prime, sorry. Super Metroid has an excellent first level. Yes, absolutely. There's one. There's only one level. Well, the way they introduce it yeah. and everything it yeah. is a little different. Yeah. Uh, or, go ahead. Yeah, you're right. You're right, because you got to escape. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We know what we're talking about. We're fucking metal gamers. And thanks for listening <laughs> to the Metal Gamers podcast. You can check us out on Twitch.tv and you can check us out on, you know, other stuff Instagram, Twitter. We're not really on there as much, but hey, we're there and you can follow us and you can get news if we ever decide that there is any. <laughs> Till then, keep subscribing, uh, rate us, review us, um, pay us, um, exhort us. Uh, we'll do whatever you want. Blackmail really. me, daddy. Listen to some metal and play some video games. Kyle, tell me about the opening level of breakdown. Time. Um, the opening level of breakdown just faded out. They start off as Derek Cole. You wake up in a hospital mm-hmm. and uh, you see a mysterious woman like teleport into oh, the room.
first person on the hospital bed, and she like jumps up into the air through the portal, disappears, and then the doctor, like in this overseeing window, is like, "Hey, did you knock over that machine? That cost a lot of money. That's bullshit." He's like, hey, do you remember? Hey, you're actually awake, though. So, hey, and you hear him, like, talk to other people. And they're like, hey, this guy's actually awake. We should figure out what's going on with him. And they talk to you. They ask you what your name is. And you say, oh, my name's Derek. And he's like, I, already, I called you Derek. So that's bullshit. Of course you knew that. And so he makes you get up. Uh, you can eat a hamburger. Actually, that's later. No, you walk down the hallway. And you do these, you know, bullshit tests where you look at the lights and stuff. Kind of like Halo 1 where you're like, oh, I'm going to look at the lights. And adjust my camera. I'm gonna go and learn how to like do this obstacle course, and it's all like this therapy thing, you know? Like, oh, we're, this guy's getting out of the hospital. Like, but no one's talking to you. There's nobody in person. They're all like in windows, just looking at you. Like, hey, go to this room, do this thing, go to this room, learn how to use a gun. And so, of course, they teach you how to use a gun for some reason. <laughs> and then uh, you get back to the thing. You try to eat a hamburger, but the hamburger is no good. So you vomit that up into the the toilet. This is all first person, by the way. This does not break away from first person. And then um, uh, the lady mysteriously shows up. There's an earthquake going on and like shit's going down. And she's like, hey, we got to get out of here. Here's a gun. And now you have a gun and you have to escape the hospital. And you pretty much escape the hospital for the next like half of the game. That's about it. Oh, are you still in here talking about breakdown? Yeah. Everybody left. I do this sometimes. <laughs> This is a private thing. Are you really in here by yourself talking about breakdown? Yeah. I'm shutting the podcast off. Get this movie knowledge out of my head, please. (laughs) Help me.